Hey, y'all, and welcome to Shift the Narrative, where we take the shape of everything we are facing and shift it. This is your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Please subscribe on iTunes, click favorite and anchor, or follow on Spotify. Share and or send a review to shifting.leadership at gmail.com. To our continuous listeners, thank you. Before we jump in on today's topic, I have here with me someone I've known for a very long time, who I get the privilege of watching grow into a man. God has shined his light on this guy, and I am proud to call him my brother, Jabari. This soul God sent on earth has always challenged me to phrase and rephrase a question in order to gain an understanding. He is the host of his own podcast called I Am Not a Celebrity, and you can find him on Anchor and Spotify. So we're going to sp- switch it up a bit. Um, so tell me why you named your podcast I Am Not a Celebrity. And why my name is I Am Not a Celebrity, because as people, we are, we are, uh, so we, we, it's basically, we subjugated, we subjugated to focus on everybody else's life. Uh-huh. So you focus on everybody else's life, so you start to worship celebrities. When mm-hmm. as soon as you're born, you are already a celebrity. Okay. So I mean, you already are are greater than what people perceive you. That's a celebrity. People perceive you greater than what you are. Right. For the things that you do, but they, but the way society is, is they they make people they make regular. They make regular things that people do in everyday life. It, it's like it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it doesn't mean like taking care. Of, like for example, you taking care of your daughter. You really putting her in different uh different activities. Mm-hmm. You instilling a spirituality spirituality inside of it. That is not celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Granted, music is amazing. That's one of the most amazing things I ever heard in my life is music. Because mm-hmm. music is is life. Music is love. But that's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Before right. entertainment, you got to have the values that you're instilling in the Phoenix. You got to have those values before you even think about music. And right, but, it, when, but, what, huh? but isn't, can't music be considered as... A soundtrack to your life. That's it. That, wouldn't it just go right along? I think what what I'm getting from you is that um, I am not a celebrity, meaning the unrealistic portion of right what it is to be a celebrity. The life that right. people see that isn't real. Right. It's just right. what's put on put on for you know for the camera for social media. Exactly. Marketing. That's the marketing exactly. thing. We're not seeing, yeah, we're not seeing the real person. No. Right. The impression that we're managing that we want people to believe is who we are. Exactly. So that's exactly. that's what celebrities do. They they manage yeah. that impression at everywhere right. they go. Right. And that's why when sometimes they get caught off guard because they forgot to manage the impression that they they put together. The appearance, the the personality, the the character, whoever, that's when you get stories or pictures of them looking, you know, all kinds of way because they're like, I'm I'm not managing my impression anymore. I'm not I don't want to be a celebrity today. I just want to be an average Joe. Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. I agree with that. That's 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 big. You you understand exactly what I just explained. Right. That's exactly what it is. Because and then the double part about it is when you black, you really a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You're magnified ten thousand times. Everything you do, everything you do is magnified ten thousand times. You have to think before you do everything. Like every action you have to think about. Like everything. Right. Everything. So that's on that's that's on top. That's off top that you gotta do that. Your celebrity is just celebrity that's like celebrities are once in what, a thousand people? Ten thousand people? Right, people who actually make it to be Yeah. Exactly. But this that ties into the love aspect as well that we'll that we're gonna be talking about today. So here we go. Um, so welcome, Jabari. Uh, we're excited that you're here. And we decided today's topic was going to be about love. So we're going to take a little journey through it, okay? Okay. What is love? What love is to you? What is God's love? Um, love is defined as an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest or pleasure in something, or to feel a deep romantic or a sexual attachment to someone. We know there are five love languages and eight types of love. And as always, we know that God is love. All right, so let's jump right in. I think we should just start right with the questions because they kinda, yeah, we'll start okay. with the questions. So here's one, what's what's a crazy but true fact about you? A cra- that's a great question, a crazy but true fact. The, a crazy fact is I love to eat popcorn. <laughs> I love you, popcorn. It is yeah, good, isn't it? Yeah. It got to be over the stove, though. If it's not over the stove, yeah, then it's not real right. You got to have it over the stove. Yeah, it's a different yes, taste, it's right? A different taste, like a different luxury. Yes, different it luxury. is. That's right. I agree with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, homemade is always a different type of luxury. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So what are you not very good at? I mean, I'm not very good at, um, uh, how do I want to say conforming? I'm not very good at conforming. I don't want to conform to things. I always want to march to the own beat of my drum or it takes me some time to, to wrap my head around why people are conforming. So that kind of goes with uh, the I am not a celebrity because I, I, I don't want to conform. Right. I want to be different. So that's something I'm not very good at. I'm not good at conforming. What about you? That's a great, a great uh, question. I'm not good at focusing on my gifts and talents. When I say my gifts and talents, I say focusing on what really is outside the box for me, uh-huh. but it's something that I'm natural at. So that's really what mm. I'm not good at. It's focusing on my talent. Like, right. my life, I, I, I could focus on a lot of other things very well, but focusing mm-hmm. on that, focusing on being great. 
Right. So almost like a leap yes. of faith. You know where you need right. to go. You know your skills, your talents, but you're you're fearful of taking that leap because it's unknown territory, even though it's who you exactly. are. And then I'm and I'm speaking off the present day now. This is how I must speak mm-hmm. off the present. I could have felt this right. way. I wouldn't have felt this way ten years ago. I mean, four years ago, because I was home, I focused in on what I really wanted to do to become to where I am now. So this is right. That's where I. This is exactly how I feel right now. So, mm-hmm. okay. And I mean, that's a good place to be in. We all should. We all have been in a place where we know what we can do, but we're fearful of doing it. But we got to remember that sometimes we just have to do it and everything else will just come into play. We we use our, we, we overthink things a lot of times, I feel. I agree with that a thousand percent. I know I do. I overthink a lot. I'm yeah. very intuitive to a, to a fault at some time. Right. To a fault. To a fault. Okay. I mean, I, that comes with time. Learning and understanding that you have to be okay with who you are, to love who you are, because once you love who you are, then you you won't overthink it as much. Exactly. So I think that was is something that makes a makes you uniquely qualified to discuss love because you're in a great place right now. Yes. You're in that place where you're learning who you are and and your skills and your talents and what God has given you. And you're just, you're trying to figure out how to go forward. And that in one way is to love. But why is love so important to you? Because this is a topic that you you gave me. So why is love so important to you? Love is so important to me because love is God. That's why it's so important to me. God is God love. Is love. Yeah. God is love because that's when you think about it when you first wake up in the morning just waking up that's love right there that's something you say that's something we say all the time if something is going good mm-hmm. like yeah that's love that was love that's love mm-hmm. it's a appreciation it's a peace love is a form of peace and that's exactly what God is God is peace God mm-hmm. is love God is unity God is also giving you experiences. And through love, you learn experiences. You learn what type of love you can give, what type of love you can accept. So to me... Those boundaries. To me, love is just everything. Like, I never forget, like, growing up, our dad would say that Music Soul Child song, Love, is he singing about God. And at first, mm-hmm. when I was young, I didn't understand what he was talking about. But now I get older, I do. Because mm-hmm. when you love God, you love your, yourself in its entirety. Because God is in you. God is different in every single human being on this, on this planet. Right. So you have to love yourself. You have, to lo- you have to love yourself first before you love anything. Because God created you that way you wanted to be. You were created from the most high to have purpose on this earth. Yeah, but we forget our purpose. Yeah. Life life comes and it it, it kind of knocks us off and, and 
can make us forget what our pur- our true purpose really is. And that's to love one another. Exactly right. And then and you can't even love somebody else if you don't love yourself. Very true. You can't truly love somebody else if you don't love yourself. It's true. All right, you got to know what love is for yourself so you can give it. So define love in five words. Peace. Okay. Loyalty. Honor. Respect. Uh-huh. Trust. Nice. All words we can use to describe who God is. Exactly. But people... So it is it's safe to say that you believe God loves you. Um, and I know you said, you know, God is peace and trust, but how do you see it? If if God loves you, how do you see it? To visualize how God loves me is giving me family. That's the visualization okay. of God loving you is family. Family right. is everything because it's because it shows you where you come from. If you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. Hmm. And just to piggyback off you what you just said about the world we live in, everything is everything is out here to deter you from that. From loving, from loving yourself. yourself. Yeah. I can agree with because that. Because if you overindulge in anything, that's not good for you. Right. So you have to love yourself. Love is sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. Especially me talking from like a man point of view. In order for men mm-hmm. to become men, it's all about sacrifice. It's all about focus and dedication. You have to be focused in order to create change. Right. What about discipline? Do you feel that it takes some discipline as well? Of course. Of course. Discipline is another de- definition for love as well. Discipline is important because without discipline... Yeah. How are you going to accomplish anything? For example, for you to obtain your master's, you need to Mm -hmm. have discipline. Right. You have to. You got to have discipline. You sacrifice something that you enjoy or something that you thought you needed to accomplish a major step in your future. Yeah. Discipline allowed me to set boundaries and boundaries allowed me to know what I truly wanted and understand what I truly wanted and go for it, which in return showed me that I that's how I can love myself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Love is the love is the feeling a physical feeling from God is what I believe. Like just God running through your love body. Love is a physical feeling from yeah. God because God is love. Yes, God is love. It's the feeling you get when you know you accomplished something and you you reap the benefits from it. That's that's God right Blessings. there. Blessings. 
Right. The blessings. Yeah. That's part of the that five love languages. Yeah. The physical it's it's almost like um his ability to influence without authority, a physical yeah, touch. Physical touch. And that's yeah. the, that's the touch that is something that I know I felt that I I felt since I was little. I just know I just always felt that I was different. I always just always knew that the way I loved myself was different. Yes. Yes. I, and I believe family plays a part in that as well, because you said something about family. Um, and I think the way your family love loves has affected the way you love. Is that something that you, you have, you have seen something you can agree upon? That right on the nose. I agree, I agree with that. 10,000%. 10,000% because family teaches you love. Family teaches you what not to do. Family teaches you just compassion. Family teaches you how to do things, even if they aren't doing the same things that they want you to do. Mm -hmm. That's what family does. Family is right. So we've said, and I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I want to stop right there. We've, we've always said that we've we've learned in some ways what not to do. Right. Right. By watching, you know, our family, not to say that, you know, it was uh, unhealthy all the time, but there's always some type of unhealthy in a, in a family dynamic. That's the truth. So you can learn what to do, how to love, and you can learn what not to do, how not to love. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which can lead into a healthy relationship, or do you think? And this is a question. How, how do you know a relationship is healthy? What makes a relationship healthy? That's a great question. That's a very, that's a that's a great question. That <laughs> is a great question because it's very broad. The reason why I say it's very broad because everybody loves different things. Mm. But I'm going to speak off the point of view of my perspective and my beliefs and faith. A healthy relationship is one that provides peace. Okay. It also provides an understanding. And the most important thing it provides is communication. Because mm-hmm. communication is everything. In order for you to do anything, you have to communicate. The first thing we do is teach our children how to say words. Mm-hmm. Whether It doesn't matter what language you speak. Communication is the, the soil that operates this whole entire world. 
Right. I agree. So those are essentials to having a healthy relationship is communication, peace, understanding. Yes. Those are the and as we shift, shift the narrative a little bit, those are things that we can get from God as well and give yes. when we communicate with him. We get understanding and peace. That's the truth because what you put out in the universe, it comes back to you. We create our own reality. Yeah. Create our own reality. That's the point of prayer. Prayer is speaking things into existence. Letting the universe know exactly what you appreciate, what you need to work on. What you love. That's God right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad you said appreciate because a lot of people think when we when you pray, you're praying just to ask for things so that you can get more blessings. But I like how you said prayer is appreciation because you you have to appreciate God for who he is. Exactly. Exactly. The first thing you yeah. should do is appreciate you waking up in the morning. Appreciate. Yes. What yes. did mommy to say? Rise and shine. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. The <laughs> he has done. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I find myself singing that, you know, to my daughter because it's it's true. It's rise, shine, give God the glory. Soldiers of the cross. Exactly. You know, like it's it, it was only because of him that we woke up this morning so we have no other choice uh, we sh- we shouldn't even second guess it but to give him glory exactly. but to worship him exactly because yeah. we're not on this earth by ourselves somebody something whatever was whatever created this world we're in gotta give you gotta give it thanks you have to it's a must but love is Love is just the most, love is the most amazing, like we spoke about earlier, form of physical expression. Right. Right. But God's agape love. Agape. Yeah. Unconditional love. Yeah. We're going to take a small break. We'll be right back. So once you experience a healthy relationship where you've learned how to love what love is to you, do you believe that love changes you? I agree a thousand percent. (laughs) I agree a thousand percent. Okay, so since you agree, do you think that people should then change themselves to find love? I agree with that, and I'm explain. Okay. In order for you to find love that is for you, you have to first understand what you need to work on as yourself. What you need to work on as yourself. For example, mm-hmm. if I do a certain thing that I wouldn't want somebody else to do, why would I do that? Right. Because you can't get upset if the person does the same exact thing that you do. It's just, it's a mirror. So you're really 
mad at yourself and really chastising yourself, but you're going to chastise that person. Man. So you have to love yourself. Loving yourself is understanding what you know that you don't like. It's a lot. It's certain things I don't like that I'm not going to do because I don't like them. I wouldn't want somebody else to do that to me. Right. That's why respect is very important. You don't have to like someone, but you respect this has to be there. That right. that that bound that that wall of love has to be there. So, respect. Do you feel is is the most important factor of keeping love alive in a relationship? Yes, I agree. I, I okay. agree to that a thousand percent. Based off experience, because if you there is no respect, there's going to be turmoil. But when there is respect, it's going to be communication. You're going to communicate about how you feel. Respect may have been tested. Now, if the, now okay. if the person respects how you feel, they will respectfully change their actions. There you go. Respect is everything. Yes, respect is everything. So what's another factor um, that's important when keeping love alive in a relationship? I believe communication is is another one. Yes, I... Because like you said before, if, you know, communication is almost like the foundation. Yes. Communication is the foundation. So keeping love alive is also keeping God alive in you. Because if you don't have an understanding of spirituality... You don't, I don't, you don't, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in, but if you got to have an understanding of spirituality, because spirituality is your boundaries, those are your boundaries. Spirituality right. is your boundaries. That's why so many different spiritualities in the world because everybody has different boundaries. If we all had the same boundaries, the world wouldn't be the way it is today. In order for you to understand love you have to witness love and you also have to witness no love mm, that's kind of deep so you the only you're saying the only way you could really truly know something is by having it and not having it that's exactly what I'm saying and that's okay. based off experience because I for example I had my past relationship. I witnessed mm-hmm. what I thought was love was no love from both ends. Right. Then the relationship I am now is what real love is. Because when you're when it's real love, it's a friend more than anything. It, right. The friend aspect. You have to be a friend. You have to honestly and truly love that person for them and them only treat, treat love them for just the way they are right not the potential, not the potential of who they, who are. they are right but who they are exactly yeah because if you love the potential and they don't meet that potential your love is going to change that's right if you love the person for who they are and they feel that real love they're going to change naturally 
Right. Right. It's it that kind of the way you said that kind of um, mirrors what we hear in church when people give their lives to God. And a lot of, you know, pastors, they say, OK, we don't we don't force the change. We just love on you and we allow God to do the change. Right. That's real talk. That's real talk. That's true. That's very true. Because what we talked about before, God is inside of you. Right. So in order for anything to change in your reality, you have to change yourself. Shift the narrative, shift y'all. The narrative. That is so true. You gotta yeah. shift your narrative. Because yeah. every every day is a different narrative. You gotta shift. You have to That's learn right. how to move, operate. Like for example, how we move as a family is different than how other people move. We could be we could live right. in any different city and be good because we know how to shift the narrative. Right. We know how to understand, respect, communicate. We understand all of those things. And we have that in us. That's the values that were instilled inside of us. That that right. ties into family. So everything we're talking about all ties into each other. We just yes. want to tell you guys that love is what you see. That was a great question you asked me, Terrier. What do you you see? Love. Yeah. Love is what you see. Love <laughs> is nature. That's the most important. That's that's another important love I couldn't talk about because nature is everything. We can't breathe without nature. Right. That's right. Humans as a race would not learn anything if it wasn't for nature. Nature was here before us. Nature will be here when we're gone. We go back inside of nature. Right. Once we uh, right. dearly yes. departed from this yes. earth. You go back inside of nature. <laughs> I think people, a lot of people forget to see that as love they forget to see the things that are right in front of them they they forget to see um the blessings that they have already received they forget that they forget that was love at one time because they're looking sometimes for the next best thing that's the truth that is the truth yeah <laughs> excuse me y'all so when it comes to love which hurdles did you personally face and how did you overcome them? That's a great question. I have a lot of different scenarios. <laughs> Talk on it as um, transitioning or shifting from a young young man's mentality into a, okay, now I want to change clothes. Okay. So can you repeat that question, please? Sure. Um, when it comes to love, what hurdles did you personally face and how did you overcome them? Great question. When it comes to love, the hurdle I faced that changed my life was when the basketball stopped dribbling. 
Hmm. I grew up playing basketball since I was in second grade. That's the first time I ever played basketball. And I loved it ever since. I was dedicated to basketball. When I mean, I said, when I mean about love, loving something and focusing on your craft, that's exactly what I did. That came natural to me. So I focused on it. Focused on it. I had loving parents that championed and seen the gift that I had and put me in the right position to expand my gift and make my gift better. But the ball, I, I finally understand the ball was going to eventually stop bouncing was when I got to high school. That's when I started to think about what else am I besides basketball? So once college was over, the basketball stopped, and I had to begin thinking, what am I good at besides basketball? It, mm-hmm. I started, and it took me a while to think like this until two months before I was graduating college. So what I did in college, I loved to go out, have a good time, and not really focus on my responsibilities because I had none. I always worked, I always had a job, but I never was taught how to build. Okay. Build, when I say build, I say build your life. I was taught outside of basketball. Exactly. I was taught outside of basketball, but not without basketball. So, right. Oh, so this, so okay. This, when I was in basketball, it was constantly, I had to focus in on basketball. When you don't have basketball, you have a lot of free time. So everything <laughs> is more accessible when there's, there's no basketball or there's there's no infrastructure that you've been doing for 18 years. Mm, okay. So the transition was very rough. It was a lot of times where I didn't know what I was doing, what I wanted to do. I was in and out of jobs. I had a degree. It was hard for me to find good jobs. I still wanted to do the things that I wanted to do, like not save money, not just hustle and not not just hustle anything but just to do anything to get money that was wrong so but the good thing about love is when you are loved correctly you're you'll focus on what real love is while building yourself so at the time i had it was i was staying at my parents house for two years it was nice where i'd be sitting there crying I would also be just like, I don't know what to do. So I was going to join the military. So the military was something that I wanted to do because it was structure. I felt that I needed a structure and I needed to be dedicated to something other than me so I could have my life correct. But God had a different plan. I ended up having a beautiful son with a woman that was there with me through those hard times. And that's how I understand what love really is because she loved me for me. She didn't love me for the potential. She didn't love me for just the things that she can get because I didn't really have anything. But she understood the person I was. So she understood that I wasn't a complacent person. 
or just comfortable. She knows that I wanted different things. So once I found out I had a son, it's like love kicked in. When I say love kicked in, I say God kicked in. It was everything mm. that I was taught from my hardworking father and my mother and also my oldest sister to be able to move in the correct steps. Because without my sister, I wouldn't even have a car to get and move and relocate to a different state. That's what love is. It's family. That's what God is. God is all about what you put out in this world is what you get back. If I was if I was a person that didn't do good by people, I wouldn't even be in this position I am today. So in order for me to to elevate from that point, that, that medium point where I didn't know what to do, I began to try different things. I began to hang around different people because when you're playing a sport, it's hard for you. You're not seeing everything that goes on. So you may think you know somebody, but you're not with them all the time. So they may be in the different things. You're hanging with them and certain things can occur and that's not something that you want to do. So they'll start to look at you different. Mm, yes. So when you shift the, when you shift the narrative and you, you pull away from light stealers, exactly. they tend to look at you differently. Exactly. That's exactly what they do. Because they see the light before you. They see the light. Yes. They see the light. They're like, man, they, they'll think like, man, I don't know. It's something different about dude. Like, he's solid. He just, he ain't just going to do anything. That's different. Right. He's not just going to be with what right. everybody doing. And I've never been like that. Right. So loving yourself. By loving yourself, you create boundaries that people notice. And that's talk, And that's also about conforming. That's love right there. That's God right there. You wouldn't be who you was if you would if you would conform to everything. Right. Also, even going through things, some things, some things we conform to. But in order to get out of that, that's love in itself. That's God in itself. Because you understand, no, I'm I'm better than this. I don't want to do that. Right. That's right. Now, was it obvious or did you stumble upon where you're at right now? I stumbled upon where I'm at right now. But I was all it was also obvious at the same time. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Like it's, it's both. both. That's the truth. Like you see yes. it, but you really don't know how yeah. to move or shift toward it. But once you actually shift, exactly. you kind of like stumble into exactly. it. It's like you know what I mean? Like when you shift gears, like when I watch people shift gears in a car, it's not, it doesn't look smooth. It You you shift in those gears, but once you, once you shift into that right gear, it's like, boom, you, you're out. That's a fact. See how every, see what we talking about right now is love because love is you expressing love in metaphors because you can see that love. You can see the shift. Yes, you you can. Yes. The gears are not smooth. Everything is is a puzzle. That's what life is a right. puzzle. You're putting pieces of the puzzle together. Pieces together, yes. When a clock ticks, the gears in the clock shift. Right. The gears aren't smooth. Right. It's impossible for things right. to happen if things were just smooth. How would you know right. the ups and downs? 
Right. But when you see the time moving, the time's not yeah. not rough. It's moving smoothly. But the mechanism that it takes to move time is rough. 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 Yes. Deep. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, because it's it's real. Like, if you think about it with your life, it's like, yo, I, I don't even know how I shifted from this one one at one part of my life to this next part, I just shifted and it, it it didn't feel great. It wasn't something that I, I really wanted to do, but I knew I had to. And I just had to move. I had to make the moves. I had to put the pieces together. I, I had no other choice. But to everybody else looking on the outside in, they they just saw it as a smooth transition. That's peace right there. That's peace right there. That's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why they look it's at like you differently. Watch. Because, right, right. That's why they look at you differently. Because it's like, wait, you just went from this to this. They don't see what happened in between that six thirty and six thirty thirty one. Six thirty two, six thirty five. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't yeah. see what it took to get there. What shift had to happen exactly. exactly and and also some people just prayed up different it's just different it's different everybody life is different it's just different for some people when you got a good family a strong family you're gonna be strong when you know how to when you know how to love and you learning how to love different things are gonna happen into your life different things are gonna happen so yeah. Yeah. Like, but like the like the another analogy. We're going to still talk about the watch. So sometimes your watch dies. In order for you to bring back, bring the watch back, you have to get another battery. The battery is like another love, because all loves are power different. source. Right. It's not the same love. Every love is different. So another thing, another key thing in life is. We uh, get caught up I hear you. thinking all love is the same when it's not. Right. God is different right. than everybody. So everybody is going to be a different love. Everybody is going to be a different them. So you, that's why you right. have to love yourself in order to understand that everybody is different. Everybody right. doesn't have the same experiences as you. That's real. That's real. And that's what people have to realize and understand is that we're all uniquely created. So we're all going to have unique things happen in our lives, a unique type of love that's not like anybody else's. And we have to honor that. We actually have to respect that. We have to love that. We have to be loyal to that, to who we are, to who we were created to be, to whose we are, because we forget whose we are. That's how sometimes I feel we forget how to love or how to receive love. That's the truth. What's one thing about love that scares you? That's myself. Yeah. And that'll scare anybody. We truly we may yeah. truly say one thing, but ultimately it's yourself. Right. Because you don't know what like what life will throw at you. You don't know how your love would get tested. 
Right. So it's really the fear of the unknown. Right. Because it's like, I got hurt one time. Exactly. I got hurt another time. Can I really love right. again? And really what, what it is you're saying, and I hear it, is can I really trust myself to love again? Can I really trust myself to be with somebody? Exactly. Can I trust myself that I learned from the past two relationships and I'm going to do something different in this one? Exactly. That's what love is. That's what the fear of love is. It's just so. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to the five love languages, what do you feel are your love languages? My love languages are emotion, spirituality, honesty, mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. sacrifice. Okay, so you created your own five languages of love, but when it comes, and I like them because they are, that is love, sacrifice, emotion, honesty, that's that's all unique love, but they have this thing called um, the five, five love languages, so it's physical touch, um, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, what's the other one, receiving gifts, and... Uh, quality time and acts of service. Okay. So in order to elaborate on the five level languages. Right. Which one do you think, which ones do you think you are your leveling? Like my love languages are quality time and acts of service. Okay. That's my love language. That's how I receive love right through quality time and doing and if someone did something for me and it's not something big it's like all right i want to go get you a cup of coffee type of thing right here's a cup of coffee here's a cup of coffee this so that those are my love languages my love languages are i would i'm going to say all five Okay. Because I understand me how how I think is I'm I'm a cancer. So mm-hmm. cancers, we are very intuitive. We love mm-hmm. love. So we're going to love you how we want to be loved or how we appreciate love. Right. So just say words of affirmation. I am going to speak truth into power. I want to see someone do be great. I want to see my woman be the best that she can be. Right. Also gifts. And also let me go back to words of affirmation. They're saying you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Saying I love you. Saying just expressing yourself because like we said communication is everything so gifts gifts are just not monetary things gifts are gifts can be all the five love languages if you want to get real technical ooh I like that 
They all can be a exactly. gift. Exactly. They all can be yes, a gift. Yes, they can. Especially to the right they, person. Yes, exactly. it can. But gifts. Yes, it can. Yes, but gifts are getting flowers. Because flowers may seem a little cliche, but flowers are nice. Because shoot, if you if you buy a woman flowers, you come in, you're gonna key onto the flowers because flowers give off a scent. Mm-hmm. Nature is love. So when you smell nature, it gives you a sense of peace. And peace yeah. is love. You want different things around you that create peace. So that's the reason why things like traditions like that are passed down because they're acts of love, they're acts of peace. Your reality, yes. they, they form your reality. Also, acts okay. of service. Acts of service can be so many things. Like, for example, here in our state, in Maryland, we have to pump gas. So, if I'm with my woman, or if I'm with any female in the car, she is not pumping gas while I'm sitting in that car. Right. That's acts of service. That's one thing. Another act of service is opening the door. I know sometimes I may forget, but most of the time I'm opening the door. <laughs> I think as long as it's being yes. done, I think it's okay. Yes. Because this, it, because society we live in right now, they're not teaching young men to be gentlemen by holding the doors. Exactly. They're not teaching them exactly. that. There's There's very rare, you know, it's rare when I'm walking out of a store that a guy is holding the door open for me, not wanting anything, just to be a gentleman. And I have to appreciate that. And I always say thank you and make sure that my child says thank you as well because they don't really, I mean, while they should do it, and yes, it should be something that they should do, because it's so rare, I have to appreciate that. That someone instilled inside of you how to be a gentleman, how to do an act of service. And that's the truth. And that's... And I could, I could, I could agree to that because that's how I am. I, if whatever there's a woman around, I was taught by my mom like you have to open the door for her. You coming out of the store, you see a woman behind you, hold the door for her. Or you see a woman coming in, hold the door for them. Right. You have to do that. That's important. As men, we're supposed to right. protect, protect our our women, especially black men. Because when I'm speaking, I'm speaking. I'm gonna just speak for the community that I know. I can't speak for anybody else's community because I I didn't experience their community. I can only speak for mine. Right. But okay. We, have, we uh-huh. have to hold the door for each other and not want anything. Because sometimes you may seek love so much you're gonna get the wrong type of love that you don't need and that could that will change you into a person that you don't want to be. And that a person that God didn't have the opportunity or the purpose for you to be right so you're 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 saying that they took things out of their out of god's hands and and put them in their exactly. own exactly i know we just got off top not off topic but we we dig in deep into each topic everything we say we dig no, in deep. Okay. that's how we talk you're okay i just always like to um always like to bring it back to yes. god because God is love and that's how we, you know, that's, that's how we learn and grow and just, just kind of, um, parallel, making it parallel 
to what you're speaking. And just in case there's someone who's listening, so they know God, so they hear right. God, you know, so they understand that it's not this um, untouchable thing. God's not this untouchable, un under you know, uh, thing you can't understand. It's something as easy as, like you said, nature. Exactly. That's, that's true. I like how you just put that. That's that's the honest, and that's the realest thing that you're gonna hear. Is God? That's true. You're so it's true. You're so exactly right, Terry. Yeah, and I I like how you you know you said all five love languages because you know I I was reading reading the book and and really talking all five of them can really be your love language. Exactly. You can like a little bit of everything, you know, you learn through love and through learning love that, you know, words of affirmation, you you can, if someone just affirms you, that's, that's their way of showing love. That's real talk. Because there's, again, no one fits all for anything. Physical touch could just simply be a pat on the back, could simply be a, you know, a a high five. It's real tough. We make things so so much bigger than it really is because we're not looking at the small things. And when I started paying attention to the small things, that's when I was able to see things grow. That's when I was able to see the bigger things because I started paying attention to, oh, that small act of service. Exactly. Oh, that's that, you know, what I would think is small, but really to that other person who's giving it, it's, it's a big thing that's for them. True. That's true. And we also know that God has shown that he is able to provide us with all five love languages as well. He gives us words of affirmation through scriptures. He is willing to spend quality time with us. You talked about it through prayer. How we commune and, 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 and talk and appreciate and give thanks. You know, God gave a pretty big gift when he gave his only begotten son on the cross. I mean, that's that's the greatest thing anyone can do. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. He also gives blessings. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust. And God's greatest act of service is the ability to influence without authority. Right. He hasn't pressured anybody to do anything they don't want to do. And that's a great part of love because a lot of time light stealers find a way of pressuring you into doing things and making it seem like it's love. And those who are of the light of God, those, those, the true people who have taken their mask off, they're not going to pressure you to, to love them. They won't, you have to use words to make you love them, their actions will line up with and make you feel safe. I, th- I think I heard you say that or um, secure yeah. or at peace. Right. And that's how you know it's healthy love. Because right. if someone loves you correctly, if you don't know how to love at that moment, they will teach you how to love yourself. Amen. 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 And vice versa. Vice versa. That's vice versa. And vice versa. That's that's 
You've been listening to Shift the Narrative with Tyria and special guest Jabari from I Am Not a Celebrity. And I'm thankful for each and every one of you. Make sure you go and follow Jabari at I Am Not a Celebrity, streaming now on Anchor and Spotify. As always, don't forget to shift the narrative. Be free, y'all. Be free.